STC pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. Boom, we're live. Together. Like once again. Two peas in a pod. <clears throat> one's grumpy and one's grumpier. I'm not grumpy. You're miserable. What? No. Not miserable. I'm angry because I had to wake you up several times tonight. Yeah, so te- <laughs> technically, I should be the one who's angry. Mm. And I wasn't sleeping. Really? Actually, I should be upset because you forced us to sit and watch this uh, Saturday Night Live uh, Prince special, which was, uh, you have to admit, extremely disappointing. Well, they only had so many uh, Prince appearances to pull from, I guess. So they backfilled it with a bunch of uh, yeah. really terrible uh, Fred sketches. Armisen special is more like it. Yeah. Who is surprisingly not funny. And uh, maybe he should just go back to Portlandia and stay there. Uh, just it's the sketch. It, it, it it's, it's a him. concept that didn't that doesn't have a body to it. No, it's just it, a concept. It's him. Uh, uh, sorry, I should say it's not just him. It's sorry, live it itself. It's got uh, extremely lame. Well, this was from like ten years ago. Yeah, it's still the same. So, calm down. We've seen him recently on late night television on uh, Seth Meyers' show, and that's. He's not even funny on that either. He's not. He's just a band member. Yeah, but even when he talks, so they do a little skit. It's ridiculous. He's not funny. Well, he does a great Prince impression, but uh, there there just isn't enough to the sketch. It's like right. if Prince had a talk show, him and Beyonce they had a talk show, and then that's it. That's the concept, and it, and it just doesn't go any further than that. And so they played about five different versions of that same sketch just to backfill this special. Uh, well, because... Prince died this week. We're going to talk about that later, too. We're going to talk about Prince. We're going to talk about uh, some recent pickups. We're going to continue my PlayStation story. And uh, we're going to talk about what we've been watching and shit like that. Can we forego the whole Prince thing? No one cares. (laughs) Especially this guy right here. You have problems. Severe problems. Big time problems. Please clarify. I don't know. I don't. No one cares, dude. No one cares. No. Well, then we'll just talk about it for two seconds, and they can tune out if they want. All right. Holy mackerel. No one cares. How come I never hear this on the T&B podcast? (laughs) Hey? Well, M brings up Rodimus Prime, and you just go, I don't care about that. I don't care. No one cares, dude. How come I don't hear that? Where's the respect? Tons of respect. I'll, I'll over let there. you. I'll let you talk about it. I just don't. Uh, I don't. I can't contribute to it. Holy mackerel! You just let me worry about it. All right. I'll dictate the conversation. You want to give uh, a big uh, thank you to Curtis for coming on our last episode and uh, withdrawing himself from the one console challenge, just thus freeing me from having to do a, a video about him. For my inevitable uh, uh, expulsion of myself from the, the, the same challenge. 
Yeah, well, let's let's back it up and tell the story. He contacted us uh, a couple weeks ago. Got in touch with you secretly behind my back. Mm, no, we were both involved. You just don't check your notifications. And he said he, he wanted to come on. He had some big news, and he wanted to come on soon. He had some big mm. news, and he wouldn't tell us what. So we uh, we cleared our schedule and had a quick well, recording. Anything for Curtis. He's yeah, welcome right. anytime. He's uh, he is the Alec Baldwin. He is the Steve Martin uh, to our podcast. What the Alec Baldwin? Yeah, to our podcast as it relates to what? As like we were just talking about Saturday Night Live <laughs> with all the appearances that he's had on. Oh, okay. He's a five-timers then? Lungs in the five-timers club? Well, he's a three-timer so far, right? Yeah, we had a good time, man. Love when Curtis comes on. Too bad it had to back up our schedule and couldn't fit Paul in that episode. So hopefully we'll get him to call in for this one, right? Mm. Did you line that up? No. <laughs> I thought you were going to. <laughs> Poor Paul. Oh, man. We, hey. do, we do love Paul. By the way, now, of course, our greatest supporter. Meanwhile, uh, we are so ahead in our recording schedule. We haven't had a chance yet to shout out uh, some good wishes and happy thoughts to uh, Mighty Ramvox and his fam out in Japan. They just got hit by that uh, earthquake not too long ago. So, just wanted to say, uh, express some good wishes and good thoughts to uh, Voxy and the fam. Yeah, nothing happened to him though, right? Well, I don't know. But Has he been in touch with anybody? I think. Well, he put out uh, a Twitter saying, you know, him and uh, him and the family are good. However, he, I think he was in pretty close proximity to this whole thing. They recorded a Fandango today, I think. So mm-hmm. that'll be out before this comes out. So uh, people go on over and check out the Retro Fandango to hear uh, Richard. Mr. Rambox's story on what's been up in <clears throat> Japan. Anyway, so yep. just wanted to say that. Good wishes to Voxy. Absolutely. Always thinking about you, Vox. Cool. So, yeah, another uh, tragic week in entertainment, if you want to say. Prince died. You had to have been at least shocked by this. Uh, well, yeah, I was. I Well, one, because he wasn't on my mind at all. So it's sort of... Uh, couldn't, couldn't really tell you about the last time I really thought about him. So for it to pop out of the blue, just hearing that he died, I think it was, it was more shocking as well because of all the recent deaths that have uh, that have happened recently, right? Like even just prior to his, I heard mm. that, that China died, uh, former WWE superstar. And uh, she was only like 45. Yeah. But I think that had a bit to do with either drugs or or mental issues or... Could even just be like, like a lot of wrestlers, uh, their heart just gives out on them. Yeah, like how is, uh, you know, the management of wrestling, you know, McMahon, how is he not under complete scrutiny by, you know, whatever safety officials or anything like this? Like the NFL and the NHL, they have to, they have to explain about concussion syndrome and all this business. And wrestling just skirts by, and no one lives past 45, 50 years old if you're a wrestler. Isn't there questions to be answered? Well, there's still the same case with, uh, like you said, the NFL. 
there's they have all these precautions and or safety precautions in place and and still there's a lot of them that do pass away at a fairly you know quote unquote young age like you know 40s to 50s uh same happens with the wrestling they do have uh safety standards in place uh for concussions uh you know they are drug tested um but it's just uh i don't believe that it's all part of the it's sports entertainment it's part of the risk especially with what they put their bodies through yeah it's all fake and and everything but you know, it's uh, some of the stuff that they do is pretty much equivalent to being in a car crash, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just like other major sports companies have to, are taken to task by uh, the federal government, you know, to explain things. But Well, that's also part due to the name that they've given themselves as a number of years ago. They classified themselves as sports entertainment as opposed to sports, yeah. well, it's strictly itself, right? Yeah, but Christ, okay, any business, if they were, uh, you know, in the paper business and every employee doesn't make it past uh, 47 years of age, there, there'd be an investigation. Well, there's lots of old wrestlers, too. Hmm, really? Yeah. yeah. You ever watch the, uh, every year when they do WrestleMania, they do the Hall of Fame. Oh, like, so there's uh, always a bunch in there that are... Let me see. Uh, Roddy Piper? No. Uh, Ultimate Warrior? No. Who else? Andre the Giant. Uh, Sting? I don't know who that is. Sting? That's the... a modern guy. No, he's not modern. He's like in late 40s, early 50s. Yeah, he's a 90s guy. I'm talking about the 80s wrestlers. It doesn't matter. We're all coming of age. He's he's at the age point too, and he just got inducted. Inducted? What a joke! Oh, Hall of Fame. Listen, no respect for the business. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 terrible business, right? It is it really is terrible. terrible. I'm not saying it's a great it's business. Really, really bad. It's, uh, one, it's a terrible terrible business because there's the only major promotion being the WWE, so it leaves a lot of the wrestlers. Uh, very few opportunities to work elsewhere, and if they do find work elsewhere, it's with very minor promotions making little money. Yeah. So it, well, it's 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 bad. Tell you, the one guy I am impressed is still breathing. The uh, Sheik. Yep. With all well, the there you go. drugs and everything that guy's been through, and uh, heart palpitations on the Stern show. <laughs> Anyways, we probably lost all of our listen- what listeners. What were we talking with this about? Friggin' wrestling crap. But what were we talking about? Uh, we're talking about Prince. Oh. And I've been thinking about Prince was actually in my head because he had just done a couple shows here in Toronto. He had a couple surprise shows at the Sony Center. Just him and his piano. You don't remember hearing about that? Nope. Yeah. It like uh, the announcement went up on a what else? On a Wednesday. And the show was on the Friday. He did two shows in one night. Kind just of recently? Yeah, it was just mm. a few weeks ago. Were they sold out? Oh, yeah. Come on. Well, I don't know. Come Wait, on. Don't go come on me. Come on. Prince is a big deal. He is a really big deal, dude. Okay, <sighs> so where does it go back with you? Would, do you have any appreciation for Prince? Well, yeah, I like all his hits. Now, I don't own any, I was telling you before, I don't own any Prince uh, CDs. I don't own any of his records. I... I actually don't even think I have any Prince songs on my iTunes list. 
Um, but I appreciate all his hits. Um, you know, like like Little Red Corvette, uh, Purple Rain, obviously. I don't know, whatever other shit's out there. But uh, I think the last appearance of his that I really appreciated and that really stood out to me was his uh, Super Bowl appearance. Mm-hmm. And we just pulled that up recently again to reminisce when we heard about his death. And, uh, yeah, that just re-solidified what a great performance it was. I think for people that um, aren't big Prince fans, they probably don't realize how underrated of a guitar player he is. Well, that was me. That was me. If you want to talk about my history with Prince, I never liked any of his music. Never liked his hits. Yeah, he was on the Batman soundtrack and all that. But uh, he was too, uh, for me, the the stuff I knew from the radio is R&B, you know. It's pop, uh, funk. It's not really in my wheelhouse. So it wasn't until, I don't know, it really wasn't that long ago when someone at my work or something said he was going to see Prince. I'm like, I'm going to see Prince? Really? Like, see a guy dance around on stage and stuff? Was it Kevin? No. And he's like, no, no, you don't understand. Yeah, that's the Prince you think, but you you don't even understand the kind of guitar playing this guy can do. He just melts the building every time he plays, and I just couldn't even conceive that. This was before the Super Bowl thing. And then uh, it was announced he got the Super Bowl, right? And I was like, oh, geez, now Prince at the Super Bowl. This is going to be great. But, uh, man, did he ever play. Yep. And uh, he, I think he played like four different guitars and just shredded on each one uh, in the rain. Uh, it was amazing. It was a spectacle, too, the way it was put on. Mm-hmm. And the rain was brilliant. Um, but the next thing for me was I saw his performance when he was inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He was inducted at the same time as George Harrison was, which is shocking. Because uh, 2004, George Harrison, George Harrison got put in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 2004. Shouldn't he have been one of the first guys? What, 04 as himself, though, right? Not with the Beatles. Yeah, uh, yeah but look how prolific he was after the Beatles. Well, no one ever said the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was legitimate. No. So anyways, um, even though that performance was... Prior to the Super Bowl performance, this uh, I, the first time I'd seen it, maybe on the internet or something. And uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and Jeff Lynne, and Steve Winwood, and Danny Harrison were doing "While My Guitar Gently Weeps" as the finale of the show. And uh, they get through the first couple of verses, and then suddenly Prince jumps out to jam at the end, and he's got that Fender Telecaster guitar that you always see him with the wood grain one with kind of a paisley pick guard and uh, just melts the walls they just let him go around and around keep keep going on the solo and the walls are melting i just love that performance mm. so cool and the look on the other uh performers faces as prince is just letting go it's just classic danny harrison's face is like oh my god look at what's happening in front of me he's great Anyways, if you follow me on Twitter, you've seen me point that video out, I think, more than, more than once. 
You never shown me. Yeah, I think I have. No. Can you, you show me later? You now you got me interested in seeing that one. Throughout. And then uh, more recently, the performance that uh, sticks out in my mind. Do you remember when he showed up on the, he did Jimmy Fallon when he was on the late show? I think it was that tour where he's wearing those three sunglasses, the three lenses on the sunglasses. Yeah. And he's got, he had that all girl band. Yep. Do you remember that, that show? I think we were even working. No. Well, I know I remember what you're talking about with the, the glasses. I don't remember the show specifically, but. Well, there was a bit of uh, fallout afterwards because he. Oh, was that with the guitar and then he yeah, dropped yeah, it? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He played two songs. And uh, on the second song, he just tore it up again, went crazy, uh, took his guitar over his head and just threw it in the air and it fell on the ground, which we've seen Prince do many times. And then the next day the story came out was that that was a borrowed guitar. It was actually the guitarist uh, for The Roots, uh, Kirk Douglas is his name. That was his baby. His prized possession was that guitar. And that was uh, 1961 Epiphone Crestwood. That's right, an Epiphone from 61. It's extremely rare, this model. And that was his number one guitar. That's the baby he used all the time. He loved the tone in it. He, he considered it a rare gem that is not duplicated. And when Prince showed up for a sound check earlier that day, he didn't have his guitars. They didn't show up yet. And so the stage manager said to Prince, here, well, you can just grab this one and picked up the Crestwood and gave it to Prince and Prince loved it and he asked uh, the guy Kirk Douglas he said uh, before the show is it alright if I use that guitar for the performance and actually I wouldn't mind buying it off you can I buy it off you and uh, so the guy said, well, you can certainly use it for the performance, but that's my guitar. There's, I'm not selling it for anything. And so he went out, whatever, okay. And he used the guitar, and of course he threw it and broke it up. And you can just imagine this guy's face as he saw the guitar in the air flying, hitting the stage floor. Uh, he broke the, cracked the headstock right in half. And what happened with that afterwards? Um, he, uh, oh, the story goes on that, uh, right afterwards he grabbed the guitar and he followed Prince out to the control room and he's like, well, you broke the guitar. Can you at least sign it? And Prince refused. <laughs> he said, I haven't signed anything since the seventies and I'm not going to sign it. Wow. And he's like, he's oh. probably pissed cause the guy didn't want to sell it to him. Oh, I'll teach him a lesson. So, and then he had to decide, do I leave it like this? Because this is like now an iconic piece of music history that Prince broke this guitar. And should I leave it broken, you know, like Hendrix's uh, burnt guitar or something? Ultimately, he did have it repaired. I think like the Epiphone company came and got it and repaired it for him. And uh, Prince did take care of the bill in the end. Wow, what a nice guy. <laughs> but yeah, is that because, did he do that because he was refused sale of it? Could be. Or did he do it, did he want to buy it because he knew he was going to throw it? Well, we've heard Kevin Smith's uh, story where uh, Prince uh, 
phoned him one day and asked him if he could uh, film a documentary. And, you know, Kevin Smith's not even really a, a documentarian, so he was sort of guilted into sort of uh, shooting this one-week documentary of, of Prince. And uh, it's when he became, like, really religious. And yes. um, at one point, Smith was talking to uh, Prince's... I don't know, whatever, producer or, or assistant or whatever. And she was saying like how out of lunch or out of touch with reality he sort of was. Like he doesn't understand why suddenly in the middle of the night he can't have like uh, in the middle of the wintertime have a, a camel delivered to him or something like that, right, or a giraffe. And it, it, it doesn't grasp the concept of, you know, talking about being sheltered and, and out of touch with reality and always having everything handed to you that, that may have been the reason why. Like, you just couldn't understand, well, why would you not sell me your guitar, right? Maybe, who knows what's going on in his head, you know? He is an artist. He's certainly eccentric. Yeah, he's super eccentric. Yeah, if you want to hear some good print stories, definitely look for that Kevin Smith. It's uh, An Evening with Kevin Smith, his very first DVD, Evening Kevin with Smith, Evening with Kevin Smith. And it's about, or it's on YouTube, Look up Prince yeah. and Kevin Smith, and you'll have about a 39-minute story. And uh, one, you get to hear a great Prince story, and two, you get to see what an awesome uh, raconteur Kevin Smith is. Uh, just going off the top of his head telling this story. But yeah, Prince was uh, eccentric like that, but he was also, there's stories of him, you know, he became a Jehovah's Witness, mm -hmm. and he lived in Toronto for a short amount of time. Yeah, Bridal Path. Right, he married a Torontonian, and there's stories of him canvassing for the Jehovah's Witnesses in Toronto neighborhoods. If that is true or just urban legend, who knows? But he would show up at uh, Toronto nightclubs and stuff like that. He recorded an album here in Toronto. Hmm. He has quite a bit of ties to Toronto. Uh, one of his guitarists for his last band, she was from Toronto, I guess. Um, his home, by the way, is up for sale right now on the bridal path. Well, I thought he had sold that a while ago. Well, it's probably switched hands a few times, well, but it's up for sale again. Uh, it's more in your wheelhouse at $13 million. Mm. It's pretty cheap for the bridal path. Man, it's a huge property. Must too. be one of those teardown ones. It's like uh, it's got a lot of anchorage, too. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, I always find it weird when you see when you think hear about celebrities like that sort of making Toronto their home I don't know why I I find it so surprising I guess right it's it's like geez of all the places in the world you could live you choose I Toronto I don't know why you hate Toronto so much it's yeah there's better world-class cities Toronto is a world-class city it actually not a world-class city the problem city. is you will not venture We've south had of this the 401 discussion. Toronto Thinks you, it's a world-class city. It is far from it. Far from it. The problem is you have not explored the city. That's the problem. Uh, anything else about Prince or can uh, we go on? So that's the Prince stuff. Like I, I just wanted to say I grew to appreciate him way more in later life and was looking forward to probably going out and see him, seeing him at some point because as he got older in his career it seemed he was more turning into rock 
than his R&B stuff. Mm. Like, it, his guitar stuff was just great, his later performances. And uh, the, he, his guitar just had a perfect sound of crunch and distortion. It was just really good. Anyways, okay, moving on. That's it. You want to continue on with your, uh, since you had brought it up at the start, your uh, PlayStation uh, story? Yeah, we'll do, do that. We'll do that later on. Why? I want to hear about it now. I want to hear about your stuff now. No, I'm hearing about yours now. This is the... Refresh everyone about... You were telling the story last <laughs> week with uh, Curtis. My story is the big... What they call in the business the kicker. It's the one that people sit through an entire episode to get to. You leave it at the end. Seriously? Yeah, and it's that's the kicker. It's, I will tell you if I'm going to be disappointed at the end. <laughs> and I won't hold back. Really? Are you sure you want to hold this till the end? No, I can I can do whatever you no, want, no. my friend. No. What? No, no. Okay, we're going to leave that till the end now. <laughs> Fuck it. I ain't going to tear this story apart. Good. Uh, what was I going to ask you? Oh, your yard sale. <laughs> well, we worked together the other night, and for usual on a Saturday morning when you're going home, you like to hit up. The local uh, residents mm -hmm. harass them mm -hmm. as they're uh, just even starting to put out stuff for yard sales. Yeah, it's pretty convenient for me because I'll leave here and I'll hit my neighborhoods around seven thirty, which is which is early, but you are you are the first in line, mm -hmm. and it's busy out there nowadays. But it's still preseason. I wouldn't really call it full on. All right. Like there was no ads in the papers, but there were ads on Kijiji, so. That's what I ended up doing. Actually, I got back to uh, my town just on the outskirts. And I thought I should just pull over before I get too far and just see what's going on for ads. And there was a, I, an ad, the first ad on Kijij said uh, it had a PlayStation 2, had a Wii, had a PlayStation 4, had uh, like board games and scuba equipment just like had everything at this yard sale but it was back one town south where i just driven past but i hit it uh, hit the map icon on the kajij to see where it was and my navigation said it would just be 15 minutes uh, what the hell i'm gonna go but like this has everything you look for at a yard sale well so. how'd you not hit it up on the way there i didn't know the ad existed yet and i hadn't looked yet so I had to backtrack, but it mm. said 15 minutes, and I was going to take the back road so I can go like 100 kilometers an hour on the back road. That's not safe. Chop that down to 10 minutes. So, yeah, that's Watch why I out. Bill's on the road, guys. Yard sailing. But eyes are open as I'm driving. That's good. I got cruise control to look out for me when I'm driving. Uh, so, yeah, I backtracked. I uh, made it to uh, this neighborhood where this sale was, and they were just setting up. And uh, there was a dude hustling uh. about getting the stuff out. And uh, he was in a bad mood, you could tell. And I, first of all, you know, apologized. Actually, when I got out of the car, I was grabbing my phone and my keys and everything. And I accidentally turned on the, the panic on my car and it started blaring the horn. <laughs> so I had to turn that off. And then I apologized for, uh, for showing up early. I'm like, look, I'm... Just come off a night shift. Uh, I don't mean to be early, but it's the time I got here. It's like, yeah, I know. We've all been there. 
And I don't know, his wife kept bringing out more stuff and all the stuff in the ad was not present outside. There was still lots of stuff, but none of the electronics. So I asked about it and he's like, well, I, don't, I don't know what there could be. Okay, kept looking. Then the wife came by and asked her and she's like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, I have a Wii. Let me, let me go get it. I'll see what's there. It's only been used like once. And she brings this package, this Wii package out with the Wii and a Wii Mote and Nunchuck and three common games and a couple of uh, the corded controllers, you know, the yeah. classic style controllers. That was all in a bag. And even though she said it was never used, it, it was all really, you know, grimy and shit and the flaps or you know not closing properly and anyways i don't need a wii i it was just interesting to look through it i said well what about the playstation 2 and uh there's a playstation 4 and she's like oh yeah uh i don't really know where it is yet i haven't found it so i i can set it we're gonna be doing this yard sale every weekend until june so it'll come out one of those weekends this is a house? Yeah. How much shit do they got in there? We're moving in June, and we're having a yard sale every weekend. Well, no wonder the guy's uh, grumpy. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. So I drove here for nothing because so disorganized, you don't know where a $500 game system is or the old PlayStation 2, which apparently she only bought for the Pac-Man games. So there was no games to buy. Those consoles weren't coming out. Uh, all I had to look at was this week on, so, so I'm, well, I don't really need the week, but I could always use one of these controllers, these classic controllers. How much do you want for that? And that's, and I was dealing with her because she was pleasant, uh, but she immediately deferred any money situation to this guy. And he's like, uh, I think, what do you, what do you say? I'm trying to think. I think he said 10 bucks each for those. For the controller? Yeah. And I'm... Uh, nope. I'm not... I don't really need... But if it's a good deal, like, I was thinking, I'll give two bucks for one of these controllers kind of thing. And then he said 10. So in my head, I'm like, well, I guess the most I would go is five. So I said, well, I'd give you five for one. But that's... No, there's no way. I don't mind taking a loss on these. But uh, no, I can... So I'm like, whatever. I don't really need them. So good luck and all that jazz and... Took took off and headed back to my town, and uh, very few yard sales, very few, nothing at them. There was one yard sale that had one sign. I just randomly saw one sign, and I went to their yard sale, and it was Deadsville. I just feel like saying to them, like, what are you expecting with only one sign that I happened to randomly find? Well, all the better for you that there was only one sign. Yeah, but it it was nothing there. I don't get why people go through the hassle of a yard sale when they really don't have a lot of items to sell. I remember when we did ours, annoyingly enough, last year, uh, I was made to go and and put out about eight signs throughout the neighborhood, like at key intersections and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I get embarrassed doing that. Like I feel like people are staring at me as I'm nailing, because I hate seeing those signs in the side of the road like you know 
uh, roofing companies or, you know. I know you do. Those other companies that put out signs, it's just, it dirties up the neighborhood, right? Yeah. So I feel like a piece of shit doing it. So I always wait till all the cars go by, then I rush out of my car, stamp it into the ground and take off. But the mother-in-law had bought these really fucking cheap, single spiked flag type of signs that barely stayed up. Yeah. And then I... I got harassed by the wife later saying I didn't do it properly and she had to go out and refix them. I go, well, you guys bought fucking shit cheap signs. Yeah. Well, there's... So, uh, but I know what you mean, though. Like, all the better that there's only one sign, but unfortunately, this wasn't uh, a payoff one for you. No, that... Getting back to your... That's your... Your mistake is buying signs. Why are you eating into your profit? You should just... Just cardboard and... No, what I would have done was fucking hoofed all the stuff... And not even bother with the yard sale because <laughs> it's not worth my time. Yeah. How much money did you make? Probably a couple hundred bucks. Well, the only, thing I, the only thing on mine that I put in there was um, a dragon figure, like for a desk. Yeah, for a desk. <laughs> Everyone has a dragon figure on their desk. Well, like a, a dragon statue and uh, a box of uh, doubles of Intellivision games. And, of course, those were the first things that sold as they were setting up some some scumbag game guy came by and uh, offered me 20 for the box. I think originally I was asking like 35. So, yeah. Well, no. Got rid of that and um, yeah. And then, yeah, what? you took your signs down afterwards, right? So you- I didn't. I sent them out to go do oh, it. Oh, okay. This my problem is people who put their signs out and then they don't come and collect them later. Because people are scumbags. People are scumbags. That's why I can't that. stand people. I don't, well, why not? Because we pay these bylaw officers to go around the town. They should just grab the sign. The address is on the sign and go visit the people that put it up and find them for leaving it up past noon or something. Because they don't work on the weekends. <sighs> well, the sign's up all week. It's up until it falls down due to natural causes. Yeah. So you have the address. You have the offender. Uh, they wrote their name on the sign. So anyways, that's uh, that's it. No real big story for mm. the yard sale. Sorry to disappoint you. I've seen a couple signs up myself already, but again, it came down to, uh, oh, it's <clears throat> the weekend, and I didn't want to bother getting out and having to deal with driving around like that just to be disappointed. But you're never going to, you know, you got to go. I know. You got to go. Too bad I couldn't pay someone to do that for me. I'm sure you can. Uh, What Joe should do with all his money. Anyways, let's take a pause now since you're playing with your balls. And uh, why don't you go ahead with your intro? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. We got to start doing that earlier. We got to tell the people where we are, what we do. Thanks again, everyone. We appreciate you tuning in to another episode of STC Pod. This is episode number 82. Please remember to subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash start to continue. You can follow Bill on Twitter at STC Pod. Check me out on Twitter at AC Decepticon. Bookmark the websites stcpod.com as well as angrycanadiandecepticon.blogspot.ca. Listen to us under the title title searches uh, STC Pod as well as uh, my other podcast, Transformers and Beer. 
for all of our episodes. You can find them on Podbean, www.stcpod.podbean.com. And if you're listening to us, why not check out some other great podcasts, blogs, and videos from other people in our community, www.cartridgeclub.org. A big thank you to all of our listeners as well. Tune in every week for a new show Friday morning. We're on Instagram now too. Are we? Or I should say I am. Oh. But it's under our banner. Oh, okay. Because I'll be doing all the work for it. You are the director of social media. (laughs) So as executive producer, I approve this extra job for you. And as co-executive producer. There's no co. (laughs) There's... Well, there's your director of of social media, and I'm executive producer. Okay. Hmm. I don't agree with that. Well, what do you mean? You got the more fun job. No, it's not fun. You're out there schmoozing, going to dinners and stuff like that, hmm. cajoling people to listen to us. Yeah, always working it. Always that's that's your job, man. If you can't handle it. Anyways, what did you tell people what kind of podcast we are? Was that part of your intro? In case they're wondering, in case they ever... Uh, what do you mean? We're a fun podcast? Like if they're the first time tuning in, well, then they're like, what are these guys doing? What are we going to hear? What is this kind of... What is? This I always podcast? say to them, where have you been all this time? Shut up and just listen. Yeah. Uh, basically, you're just overhearing two angry people talk about... Uh, what what goes on? Now you're angry too? You make me angry. You've changed. You make me angry. How have you, I made you angry? You've been on the attack this whole time. With what? I, yeah, but I'm doing it with a smile on my face. Okay. Because I get to see your pretty face. Well, I'm interested to see what is going on here with all this stuff you brought You remind in. me of uh, Musty. <laughs> who's the, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I think he's one of the handsomest guys on YouTube. What? Musty. He's a good-looking guy. I think you look a lot like him if you just <laughs> shave that beard off the side of your face and trim that ponytail a bit. Holy mackerel. Musty. Yeah. You like Musty? I, no, I don't like him. I say he's handsome. Why, why haven't we got him on the show yet? I asked you to. You Who's asked me to. director of social media? Holy mackerel. Well, social have... media him onto the show. Yeah, add one more thing. You can do it. Well, we couldn't have him on yet because uh, those Fandanglers already wasted him. Couldn't uh, overexpose the poor guy. He was was Fandangling and he was uh, cartridge clubbing. Uh, Well, you should have had him on a lot sooner. Yeah. What? Because I think I'm the guy that discovered that talent named uh, Musty Hobbit. (coughs) Can you calm down over there? Woo! going on isn't that official that uh i discovered musty hobbit and brought him forward into the community it is how it happened did you sign them to a contract yeah i was like the a and r guy where's my bonus for that by the way it's coming in the mail all right so uh, apart from your man crushes what yeah man crushes i just say he's a good looking guy i can appreciate that What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, I donated some crap to uh, Valley Village the other day. And we had talked about this, too. You'd 
when we were going on, like, why do people even bother donating to places like Value or Goodwill? Because <clears throat> they're essentially just like a, a, a store, like a shopping store, right? They just sell stuff. They resell stuff just for their own profit. Yeah, that's what I, like I was mentioning this new thrift store in town. They're not even affiliated with any charities yet. So, but people are just lining up to give them their shit. And I'm like, there's actually a real charity shop yeah. just down the road. Please, please give it to the charity shop first. And then I said, well, I think one of the reasons why, and probably the main one is, it's just out of convenience. Um, you'd ask why I hadn't done the same for the stuff that I donated. And it's, well, I kind of don't know where these charity places are because they are a lot smaller. Um, and the places with the Value Village or the Goodwills, they're much bigger locations. They're usually better, better located, more centralized to, to the main area. So people just automatically know where they are and, and tend to gravitate towards them when it's just comes time for them to get rid of stuff, right? Yeah. Really. And that was my thing, too. I didn't have time to go looking for these better charity places. So it's like, oh, I knew there was a Value Village over there. It was close by. So I just booted the five minutes over and chucked the stuff off, right? So I was there, and I don't normally go to Value Village very often, if at all, but I decided to walk into this one just as a goof. And uh, first time in a long time I've actually bought something from Value Village. How is it a goof? You always say that. What, I went here as a goof. What does that mean? You put on big, like, oversized no. sneakers? and I just went there not expecting to find anything, but just to give it a quick look. Okay. A.K.A. a goof. <laughs> don't you, you don't talk street, man. You should from, well, you talk farm because you're from Picton. Okay. So he actually went into a yep. thrift store. Uh, I meant to show you the pictures, and I didn't. And they're actually on the computer, and I can't get to them now. But uh, I found their game section first off. All the games, I don't know how it is at yours, but uh, are all in plastic bags now, hanging on a wall on hooks. Wow. So you can't even open them up Ugh. to check the discs. Even, oh. All the games. All the games. Outrageous. <sighs> individually bagged, individually priced. I'm angered. Yeah. I, was, I wanted to literally rip them all open and just start. Well, first off, I, there wasn't one that I was going to buy, but if there was, I would have ripped the bag open to look at it. Yeah, me too. Or I'm taking the whole armful up to the counter, and I'm like, well, get comfortable. Me and you are opening all these baggies up to check the discs. Yeah. I don't know how you expect me to buy this without looking at the disc, if there's even one in there. Yeah. Well, they're probably like, oh, we double-checked to make sure it was in there. Yeah, well, it's probably scratched the shit. How frustrating. So, yeah, saw red there for a second. So there, but there was nothing, no, no titles. They had, from what I can recall, um, a lot of it was sports games, but like even like a Madden, Madden 12, guess the price on it. Ooh, Madden 12, Value Village. Okay, 12, 19.99. No, 6.99. Oh. Okay, but so that's what the crazy. that's what the prices were like five ninety nine, six ninety nine for shit sport games. They had a bunch of Wii stuff, nothing. All the stuff that they had, and they had a good chunk of games there, probably at least thirty between DS and uh, 
Wii and uh, PlayStation 2 and whatever, right? But they're all just shit. Common, sports, singing games, you know, nothing mm-hmm. good. Yeah, so, all in baggies. Yeah, all in baggies. Ridiculous. It was ridiculous. So I'll throw this, I'll, I'll post it up on stcpod.com They don't want anyone to steal the shit that they got for free. Yeah. I, well, I get it. You don't want people, I'm sure they've lost a bunch of games, but, like, come on, guys. Um, and then I went to the electronics section and found, oh, it's going through bags. It's a big bag. Oh, calm down. Oh, I'm getting excited. No, it's nothing special, but found a PS2. Jesus. Uh, now this PS2, the, the front, uh, you know, in the ejector on the CD, the little cover plate that says uh i think it says ps on it or something ps2 yeah is actually missing yeah i see that missing quite a bit on those fat that's no big deal and um obviously the back part's missing the uh metal thing but there's nothing in there anyway okay so it doesn't matter but i was more concerned about i was checking to see if this thing had actually ever been opened and uh it hadn't been because the the uh, the tape around the sides, yeah, where the cover the top would split from the bottom hasn't been broken yet. Mm. So it's been an unopened, untampered with PS2. Now I couldn't test it there because I didn't have the cord for it. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know, nineteen bucks. I figured at the very least I could use it. If it doesn't work, I could use it for parts for my other PS2. The one that was working perfectly until you took it apart to look at well, it? I'm sure it still works. But uh, these are pretty solid units. I've never known or had anyone that's uh, told me theirs has failed on them. So I'm pretty confident that this one works. So that just came the console itself? No the, peripherals? No, no, just the console itself. Okay. And I missed it the first time I was going through the, um, the uh, electronic shelves. Okay. And then you I walked up for it. I don't know if I'd have paid that much for it. Eh, I just ordered it as a goof. <laughs> okay. And then I walked over to the rack uh, beside the electronics, which is stuff all in the baggies, and found a PS2 controller. Uh, I think that's PS1 controller. Or PS1? What did I say? Two? Yeah. Don't you think? Looks like a PS1. So that was uh, five bucks. I don't know. The joysticks are all solid. The buttons pressed down good. Mm-hmm. Could always use an extra one. So nothing special there either. And then I also found on the same rack a uh, rock band uh, mic. Mm-hmm. Just grabbed another one of those. That's what we started podcasting with, one of those. Yeah. So I can... Uh, what was the mic worth? Five bucks. <sighs> Top of the price chart. But yep. what are you going to do? What? It's retail. And then... Is that it over there? Oh, boy. And what is this? This is huge. There's uh, the individual rows in front of the electronic section sort of mishmash of everything. Yeah. They had like a rock band. I'm not sure which rock band it was, but the drum set. 
Yeah. The one with the symbols. Uh, but it was really dirty and kind of uh, one of the wires had been pulled on it. So I wasn't really going to trust it. And I really didn't have the place to store it. That was probably the main factor. Like, mm-hmm. I've already got a rock band drum set. Where am I going to put this other one? And then I just happened to see under, under this uh, dog, dog bed, something was poking out. So I grabbed myself a Guitar Hero guitar. And I don't have this version. Yeah, that's the uh, the uh, the world guitar. Yeah, it's different, right? It's got the button there, and that pushes in. Yeah, and it has a touch a touch uh, area. Yeah, yeah, that's for sliding. So five bucks for what system is that? That's for the Xbox, right? Is there a little X on the the rocker switch in the front? Underneath the whammy bar? Mm, no. Nope. I think it's a PlayStation. Mm. Wow. Oh, it's PS2. PS2. Uh-oh. Wireless controller for PS2. Mm. You know what? You need a dongle for that. Yeah. I couldn't find it. Someone probably shoved that up their ass and walked out with it. <laughs> the dongle is what's the pricey part of that. So... But I like the style of the guitar. They had another one there too. It was a Gibson one, but uh, it was just really shitty looking, so I didn't bother with it. Yeah. No, I like it. that's the my main guitar is one of those for Guitar Hero. Yeah. So now I got three wireless World guitars tour. at home. But uh, yeah, it's a shame about the dongle though, man. They're like easy. They start at thirty bucks on eBay just for the dongle. Uh, I won't be buying it off eBay. Uh, so the guitar, how much? Five bucks. Five bucks? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. So anyway, no games this time, but can't wait some accessories and hopefully an extra PS2 that works. Hmm. Well, I can show you what I got. From what? Uh, last time I was at the thrift store. What's in this bag? You just said you weren't. What's in this bag? Oh, uh, no, it's nothing. That's my that? shit. Careful, man. That's my uh, hard drive. Hard drive? <laughs> what is in there? It's oh, I just... Regurgitated, oh, it burns, yeah. man. Rubbing alcohol? What were you planning on doing tonight? What do you do with that? I'm going to knock you out with that and do something to your body. Uh, well, I because uh, I brought my computer bag today, I had this in my latest uh, titles I grabbed in here. So, well, as a goof, I'll just whip them out and show you. We can't use that term. So I found uh, this is at that new thrift store again. Under the glass in the cabinet was this uh, PSP game, Wipeout Pure, which I thought was a pretty good game. They wanted $4.99 for it, so I asked to look at it, and I pop it open, and it's uh, Grand Theft Auto Liberty Stories inside of it, not the uh, Wipeout game. Sweet. Well, not sweet. I really wanted the Wipeout game. Why? Why would you care about a surfing game? It's not surfing. It's it's like uh, it's a racing game. Let me see this. You know, like those hover cars. I'm not not through my story. Well, let me see the disc, the thing. So, 
All right, I'm passing that over. What is this thing? Oh, I thought it was a surfing game. Fuck, no, is this it's a racing game. Shit? So, um, I I have the girl there because she's showing me uh, the item because it was under glass. I said, "Oh, you know what? This isn't the actual right game inside." So she pops out and looks at it. And she goes, "Oh yeah, this is Grand Theft Auto." Okay, she takes the the disc out and she hands the case which has the instructions to her coworker, and she says, here, just throw this out. It's got the wrong game in it. Come on. So I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a, wait a minute. Um, if you're going to throw it out, uh, I'll take the case. Like, I can always use an extra case. And she turns to me and says, oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to do that. So you're allowed to throw it out, but mm, not allowed to give it away. <laughs> so... At that point, I said, well, listen, I get what's going on. I'll give you 50 cents for the case, okay? And she went and talked to her manager about it and came back and said, okay, we'll take the 50 cents for it. And then I said, well, yeah, I'm not going to bother with the grand theft. Because uh, she just put the, the, the price sticker that was on the box on the disc and put it back in the thing. And then I stopped and thought about it. And I thought, well, wait a minute. Now that this game doesn't have the manual in the case, maybe we can drop the price maybe i'll pick it up if you drop the price and uh so she went to another discussion with her manager and they took a dollar off so i said off oh, christ after all this wasting my time i'll just pick it up so i got a game with the wrong case for like uh, a dollar discount at the end and then I, uh, there was no hardware, no accessories, anything like that. So I was just looking through where the games are, in with the DVDs. And I came across this Red Steel for the Wii. I heard uh, the first Red Steel isn't very good, but uh, it was $3. And it came with the instructions, so why not? And then I was looking through further, and I saw this PlayStation 2 game... Uh, Orphan, Scion of Sorcery. I don't know what it is. I'm not sure. Yeah, I've seen that one before. It looks like some sort of uh, uh, action JRPG kind of business. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hadn't seen it, so I grabbed it. It was complete. And I passed over this other game on the Wii because it looks like a budget title. Uh, Crash Car Racer. And I had passed over it, and I was looking through the other racks and i had this orphan thing so i was you know looking them up on my phone to see if anything was worth anything and as a goof i put in uh crash car racer and it came up 80 dollars. So, so i just wrote, wrote, wrote a couple of quick steps back in front of someone else and grabbed that i don't know if that's true if this is really a rare game if it's really uh got a high value but for two ninety nine, I'll take the gamble and mm. keep it. It's complete. Uh, be be funny if it's actually a high value game. I don't know why. It's just uh, it's not very well reviewed. It's just a it was a budget title. Apparently, it's really crappy handling and a, an overall terrible game by Maximum Family Games. But you know, sometimes these games that don't sell well, they become rare. I guess. That's it. That was my. Well, you can always turn it around and sell it. I will. If it is worth something, I will be selling it because I, yeah. I don't feel the need to keep that. Just that would be a nice bonus if it was worth something. Exciting, eh? 
Sure. Well, you found some stuff anyway, so whatever. I'm so happy with this new store because they actually have stuff. And I showed you a picture. I uh, sidled up to the rear doors of this place looking into their rear. Looking into their rear. Mm-hmm. hey oh, Wake up, dude. Hey-o. Come on. Anyways, their back room has got to be the same amount of area as the front of the house. So I took a picture through the uh, window because it is unbelievable the amount of stuff waiting to come out. It's piles, eight feet tall piles of stuff. I showed you the picture. Yeah. Staggering. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. It's I always I'm always flabbergasted at how disorganized some of these places are. I said to the girls working there, like, I I can't believe how much stuff you guys have back there. And she's like, I know, I, I don't even want to come into work. There's so much stuff. It's just a big mess. But uh, hmm. fun times for us consumers for the next little while as new stuff comes out. Okay, we're running out of time right here, so let's, let's delve into this uh, PlayStation mm. story. I'm going to be listening intently, ready to rip this thing to shreds. Yeah, okay, because there's I'm stuff to rip I'm not entertained. <laughs> the PlayStation saga. Well, uh, so where we left <coughs> off was I... What, what happened? I was at this thrift store, and I found... a. PlayStation 3, uh, like one of the original backwards compatible models, uh, discovered it had no hard drive and it didn't have cables or controllers or anything, but I got it for $15. And that's where we left off last episode. And I knew if I were to leave it like that and wait another week, you know, until the, our episode came out and our listeners heard it, you know, I would get lots of cool suggestions or advice on how to proceed, but I couldn't wait. So I had to keep tinkering with this thing. So the problem is I have a very desirable PlayStation 3 that's known to break down. Without a hard drive, I didn't know if it worked. So I didn't know if it was worthwhile to buy hard drives to put into it, to buy controllers, to buy games, all just to test it. Well, so what was next? Chords. PlayStation 3, as you know, the early models anyways, just take a regular old AC cord, which I had hanging around mm-hmm. the uh, garage, and it takes HDMI, so cords are taken care of. I know it turns on. I know it'll suck in a disc. That's right. all I know. Next thing, I got to find a hard drive. Now, I have an old laptop kicking around the house. This uh, PlayStation 3s are great because they take any old notebook hard drive. So I found this hard drive. I uh, take apart the little holder in the PS3 to put the hard drive in. I put it in, try to slide it in. Doesn't go in. Try a little bit harder. Still doesn't slide in. Well, this is like a, a different kind of drive I'm trying to shove in there. I'm trying to shove in IDE drive and it's supposed to be an uh, SATA, SATA drive. That's what she said. <laughs> So I had the, I had a bad drive. So I'm back in the same boat, whereas now I got to look to invest in buying a hard drive just to see if this thing works. So I'm looking on Ebay's. I'm looking on the Kijiji's. eBay, if you went and got the cheapest, genericest Chinese hard drive, I'm still going to be out 40 to $60. And on Kijiji, there was really nothing available. 
uh, except for like a 320 gigger for $50 a couple towns away. So that was possible. And controllers are just as expensive everywhere. All the buy and sells have controllers for the cheapest is 35 The average price is 40 And I reached out to somebody on Kijiji who was selling a giant lot of PS3 stuff if I could take a controller. And he's like, sure, $45. No problem. Come and get it. Like, you know, that is... I can't spend that's outrageous. Fifty dollars on a hard drive plus another fifty on a controller just to know that this PlayStation isn't going to work. But in my travels to these pawn shops looking for controllers or even hard drives, one of these places had a box on the floor of uh, PlayStation threes and Xbox three sixties, and they were all broken. They all had original price tags on them. But then uh, it would be scratched out and it would say what was wrong with them. Like one said, won't boot up. Another said, disk drive. Another said, hard drive issues. So I asked, how much are these things worth? These uh, part, you know, for parts consoles, they're 25 bucks. Hmm. I'm thinking, wait a minute, 25 bucks. That's pretty good. Even if I can steal a hard drive from one of these suckers for 25 bucks, I'm saving money. That's mm-hmm. cheaper than going out and buying a hard drive. Anyways, I just put that in the back of my head and I went on my way, went back home to think about it, think about my strategies. And uh, that night, again, I looked through Kijiji to look for any ideas for cheap hard drives. Maybe we have a, a computer recycling place in town. I thought maybe I'd check them out, see if they'd throw me, you know, a cheap old hard drive. I went to my retro video game store. I went like, do you guys have junker PlayStations, like extra hard drives laying around? And they're like, yeah, sure. For $150, we'll upgrade your hard drive. And for $45, we'll transfer over your save games. So yeah, we're talking different languages. So I get back into my head. I got to do this, grab one of those broken uh, PlayStations and steal the hard drive from it. Cut back a couple weeks ago, I was at Value Village, and in the toy section, I found an RC car. You know, an all-terrain right. jobby. You know, it takes the big battery that you charge. Right. And has the 2.4 gigahertz remote controller or whatever. I got one of these uh, to see if the kids liked it. It was $8. I thought it was really cheap, and I didn't know if it worked, but I took a chance on it for 8 bucks. Brought it home. Charge it up. Sure enough, it works. It goes like hell. It's really awesome. It's got this big rear wheel on the back. It's an all-terrain thing. It's called a, a Tyco uh, Terrainiac. It can go through snow, water, whatever. Anyways, this thing scared the kids more than anything, so they weren't having none of it. Two weeks later, I'm thinking, what if I take that thing to the pawn shop? I'm going to trade that. For one of these broken consoles. I'm thinking, right? That's smart. You're putting a lot of effort into (laughs) trying to get this hard drive. Yeah, and this whole time, also in the back of my head, I'm thinking, why would anyone donate a PlayStation 3 and take the hard drive out? Why would they do that? Why would they take the hard drive out? Yeah. Probably just the same reason you would take a hard drive out of a computer before you got rid of it. Because it doesn't work, right? That's no, what because I'm it has personal information on it. 
Well, okay. I'm thinking it stopped working. They donated it, and they took out the only thing of value left in it, the hard drive. Anyways, that's the, what I'm thinking the whole time. I go back home. I grab this RC car. I take it to that buy and sell with the broken PlayStation 3s. I'm like, hey, guys, look what I got to trade. Look at this giant. And the one guy's busy on the phone, and he says to his buddy behind the counter, he says, hey, take uh, look after this guy with the RC. i am got a phone call here. And the, the guy he was talking to goes, oh, that's not an RC. That's a Tyco. There's no, we don't take Tycos. There's no way we're going to take that. We're not, I'm not even going to look at it. I'm like, oh, Christ. All right. Looks like I'm going to have to spend pocket money for that broken PS3. It's still the best way to go. I go around and I go to that box and I grabbed the PS3 I had my eye on before. It's a super slim. You know the one with the sliding door? Yep. 500 gigger in there. Hmm. I asked the guys, like, is everything in these things? Is it just the issue that says on the label? This one said it's a disk drive problem. He's like, yep, everything's there, but you don't get any cables. You don't get anything extra with it. Just that box and what's inside of it. We haven't taken anything out of it. Okay. I take it up to the counter, and I ask them if they mind if I look to see if the hard drive's in there. Yeah, sure, go ahead. So you pop the side off. The side slides out, and you can access the hard drive right under that little hatch. And sure enough, I pull it out, and he's like, what's in there? I'm like, it's 500 gigger. He's like, well, I think you're doing okay for 25 bucks then. I'm like, yep, I'll take it. Thank you. I said, 25 bucks, taxes in, right? Yep, 25 bucks. So I give him that. Off we go. I take my RC, which is not an RC, back, and I uh, get in the car, and I'm driving. I decide I'm going to drive to my buddy's house who has a PlayStation 3, and I'm going to borrow a controller off him, and I'm going to borrow um, a game off him. Now that I have the hard drive, I can fire this thing up and see if it works. So as I call him. He's like, you know what? I'm, I'm sick in bed. I can't get out of bed to give you this stuff. If you want to do it later, maybe later tonight, no problem. But now I can't. I'm like, I'm all jazzed up. I want to see if this thing works, right? I got the kids at school. I got the house for myself. I want to see if this thing works. Near this guy's house, where I'm practically at, is another buy and sell. And this is the good place. Remember, I, I took you there, and you bought a bunch of games there. Yep. And normally I wouldn't say, you know, where my places are, but they were such good guys. I'm going to tell you, their place is called The Money Machine on... Little Avenue in Barrie. And uh, I love it because they have tons of Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 games, a lot of them for 5 bucks. So it's a great place to shop. You bought stuff Was there. this the first place we went to? Uh, probably. Remember, it was all like 5 and $7.50 yeah, okay, taxes yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, that was the place. So I went there, and maybe this place will take this thing and maybe I can get a controller out of it. So I take my Tyco Terraniac, I take the Terraniac up to the counter, plop it down, and his eyes are like, oh, hey, that looks cool. What is that? And I'm like, oh, it's the Tyco uh, Terraniac. He's like, oh, where did you get it from? I'm like, uh, Amazon. I got that from Amazon a while ago, but the kids don't like it. So he looks it up. Oh, yeah, here it is. It goes through and he reads off the specs. 
It's like, what do you want to do with it? Do you want to sell it? Or I'm like, you know what? I, I just want to get a PlayStation 3 controller out of it. And he's like, yeah, I think that's no problem. He doesn't even test it. He didn't even test it once. Hmm. Uh, he was that excited to get it. Their PlayStation 3 controllers there are $39. It's the DualShock 3 6-axis one. Yep. So it's the full-on one. He said, I got two. You can pick out whichever one you want, and you can take that. I'm like, okay. So I pick whatever one looks newer, and we go up to the counter. He's like, yeah, this is no problem. We'll, uh, as long as you got the you got the charger for this? I'm like, oh, my Christ, I forgot the charger at home. I'm like, hold on to all this stuff. Take it all. I got to go back home. So I got to drive all the way back home, find the charger, which was another journey, finding the charger. Drove all the way back. I uh, reappear. He, he recognized me, so he gets all the stuff out again. Okay, okay, we do the paperwork. And I'm like, you know, you wouldn't uh, throw in like a $5 PS3 game in the deal, would you? Because he was pretty excited about that Tyco. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, I guess you can have a $5 game. So I grabbed uh, Heavenly Sword for the PS3. Yeah, it's a fun game. You had mentioned that was a good game. It's one of the first ones I got for my PS3. Yeah, me too, apparently. Sexy lady on the cover. Yeah, and the battles are fun in it too. So uh, he agrees to bundle all that together. We do the paperwork, and uh, super nice guy. You should check out this store if you're in Barrie. And... Um, and that one last request I had for him, I was, do you have the cord that goes with the controller? Because he just had the controller, right? A USB cord or something. You know, so holy mackerel, he looks underneath. Gives me a free cord, too. So now I'm set, dude. I got the hard drive. I got a controller with a cord. And I got a game. And uh, I traded away that remote control car. So I think I'm doing pretty good to get back home. Put everything back in, put the hard drive in, hook it up to the TV. It powers up. You set its HD you know, display output, and uh, it launches the PlayStation you know, dashboard. Everything's there working. Pretty good. That's one good thing. So now next, put a game in. Put the game in. It starts to install the game, right? PlayStation, you install a game right away, mm -hmm. and the bar comes up, and it's not really moving. So I'm, like, kind of sweating. But then it does start to move, and it installs the entire game. I play the game for, like, a good half an hour, no issues, playing fine. Great game. It's like God of War with a with a broad. Mm -hmm. um, pop that out. Like, this is awesome. Okay, let's test uh, Blu-ray. Blu-ray goes in, movie plays fine. Awesome. Everything works. Everything works, man. I hook it up to the network. There's Wi-Fi built into this thing. Early Xbox 360s didn't have Wi-Fi. This has got Wi-Fi. It's because it's PlayStation, man. They do things right. It had, it's got everything in there. The only thing I don't know how to do is hooking up an external hard drive and like playing a movie from an external hard drive. I couldn't get that to work. I've never done that, I so don't I don't know how to do that. So that's the story. That's how it came together. It's working. It's now installed in the part of my entertainment system in the living room. 
I have a PlayStation 3. Thank you very much. Which you should have had in the first place a long time ago, instead of going Xbox. They're but nothing welcome. Well, yeah, that's right. They're nothing alike. PlayStation is better. Welcome to the family. It is cool, this box that can do Blu-rays, can play games, has Wi-Fi built into it. Yeah. And as soon as I put the hard drive in, it's not like I needed, uh, like, the uh, program. You know, I didn't have to download PlayStation shit on a thumb drive and put it in in order for the new hard drive to work. It was, all it did was format the hard drive and away it went. I didn't even have to do any extra steps. I think on newer ones, maybe you have to download, you know, the firmware. and then I've stick never it done it, so drive. I don't know. Anyways, could not be happier. Very happy. Well, good, man. I approve of that story. It turned out better than I thought it would. You took a little bit longer to go through it than I, I would have liked. Mm. But uh, well done. Well, nothing happens in a straight in, line for me. You traded in your uh, Tyco. Isn't that cool? $8 piece of shit for a $39 controller, even mm. though they're not worth that price. Uh, you raped the guy for a USB cord and a game along the process there. Yeah. Good. He's a great guy. He's a money machine on Little Avenue and Barry. Cool, man. Just don't go and take all the games from that store. Just leave some for me. That's all if you go visit this store. Well, no one lives in Barry, so don't worry about it. Hey. They're going to get the STC bump now, and so mm -hmm. things are going to start to get crazy for you. I like to get the STC bump sometimes. <sighs> Good, man. Happy for you. So what? What an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, so what, what game system do you not have now that you want to get next? Uh, I'm good for a little while, no, man. No, answer my question. No, I'm good. I don't care. Answer my question. I'm good. There's nothing else. What system don't you have that you want to get? Well, I don't have the newer ones. Can't, well, fucking say that. I don't have the newer ones. Nothing old school that you want to, you're eyeballing? Hmm. Hello? Yeah, I'm just thinking. Well, no, I like maybe a... Well, I got the PSP. I don't. I don't know what the difference is with a Vita. Maybe a Vita. See what the the, the deal is with that. But hmm. I guess PSP even talks to the PlayStation Three somehow too, right? I got to yeah. learn all this Sony garbage now. <sighs> all right. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, it all worked out. Okay. <laughs> Now I just got to get some games. Or you will maybe lend me a couple games. Well, Is that possible? Possibly. I want to try The Last of Us. As an Xbox guy, I always wanted to try um, those games. I don't have that one. Really? Okay, well, how about one of the un Uncharted then? I didn't get to play those. From? As you call it, Drake. I'm playing Drake. Yo. <laughs> I'm actually still on the first one. Oh, my God. I heard the second one is really... really uh, yeah, supposedly the gameplay is vastly improved over the first one, especially the fight sequences. Um, well, get get through that Heavenly Sword. It's not a long game, but it's certainly fun. Mm -hmm. It uh, has motion controls, though. I hope I can turn that off because it's No, you need that for certain that parts of sucks. the... Uh, well, that was the whole 
introduction with the six-axis controller, right? That game really, I think it was one of the first ones to really take advantage of it. And there's a couple scenes in the game where you actually need it to progress. Because it's cool, like when you shoot your arrow, you can use your six-axis controller to control the path of the arrow so it doesn't just fly straight. Yeah, it wasn't Not that it flies like, you know, you can't do quick turns with it, but, you know. Yeah, I... I could make it go left or right, but I couldn't make it go up or down. I don't know. Just tilt the controller up. I think I was it. holding the controller no, higher. Tilt. <laughs> like thinking it's a Wii with real motion controls. <clears throat> I was holding it above my head. Yeah, tilt it on okay, Axis. Six Axis name. Axis. Okay. Xbox doesn't have that, does it? Piece of shit. No, because they don't bother with bullshit like that. That is no, bullshit. No, because they're not smart enough to think about how to do it. They, because they have a, the perfect controller already. Suck it. Anyway, we're, uh, we're, we're well past our point of uh, finishing off this show. Okay. So. That was the kicker, folks. Hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, please remember to subscribe to us, follow us on Twitter, bookmark the websites, listen to us on iTunes, and most importantly, check out us and everyone else in our community at cartridgeclub.org. Yeah, and just for a goof, uh, join us on uh, Instagram. And uh, Stop using goof. It's my line. Think of a word in your own wheelhouse. Uh, I... Obviously, again, we're sorry we couldn't get to Paul today, but we had so much to talk about. We'll look for him, Cartridge Connect, on the next show or on uh, his weekly Google Hangout on Tuesday nights. That's all I got to say. Post it, post it.